Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today's show is pre-recorded. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all don't know y'all better act. Hat on, hat on, suit on, suit on, looking like the trap dog, giving them all like a million bucks, bucks, things in his cup. Y'all tell me who could it be but Steve Harvey? Oh yeah, they're listening to me. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together. Come on. Do your thing, Big Daddy. Uh, 
I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Why? Because God, God is in the blessing business. If you go get in line, he has something for you. God is amazing. The plan he actually has for you is so far greater than you can possibly imagine. It's really mind-blowing. And as I look back on where he's brought me from and what he's currently doing for me, all I can do is tell you is God. That's all I can tell you because I tell you right now, I didn't foresee it. You know, it, it oftentimes amazes me when I listen to celebrities when they interview how they say, you know, I always, always thought I, that this would happen for me. And I just, you know, I, it could be true. But for me, it's not that way at all. I didn't imagine it this way. I had a dream of becoming famous one day, but I had no idea it would it would ever get to this. It was a very, very simple uh, desire for fame. There is no way I could have seen all this. There is no way. I am telling you, this is this has been nothing for me but the grace of God. And all the times I failed, every time I had fallen, he picked me up, he dusted me off, and he kept me moving. It has been an amazing thing to watch God do what he do. As I look back on my history, and you sometimes look back on your history, you've got to see, man, wow, what God has done for you and what he's brought you through to enable you to be where you are. It is amazing. Because really, I mean, really, real talk now, had he allowed all of the decisions I had made to play all the way out, I can assure you I wouldn't be here today. But God, through this grace and mercy, who had a plan for me, who was just waiting on me to come get in line, and then he was going to start emptying out. He was going to start shipping out all the boxes in heaven with my name on it. And man, what a great God he is. What a great God he is. And you have boxes of blessings with your name on it that he is waiting to ship, but he needs you to go down there and get in line. That's what it is. It is not that he has more boxes for other people than he do you. He got boxes with your name on it who have never been shipped because you will not get in line to go get them. You will not ask God for them. You will not do the things necessary to attain them. We stop our own blessings, man. I have been the biggest stopper of my blessings than anybody else. I can't really get mad at nobody. I got nobody to blame for my existence but me. But then at the same time, I can't take credit for this. I really, really can't. I, I kid you not. I cannot take credit for it. And if you ever see me taking credit for it, tap me on the shoulder, say, Steve, pull up. Remember, you said this ain't about you. If you catch me taking too much credit, you have my permission to stop me. Now, here is the deal, though. And, and this is what I want to get through to you today. Moving forward while under attack, new level, new devil. You know, every time you go somewhere, every time you try to progress, every time you make a decision to be better, to do better, there's going to be a confrontation you're going to have. 
because it is the enemy's job to not see you go forward, do better, want more, behave yourself. There is a force that is operative out there that has people working on his behalf 24-7. You got a computer? Go go read a blog. Just go read a blog. They busy, man. Not knowing, but just saying evil stuff constantly. Con- that's their job. Well, here's here's what happens. I, you, we have to always keep moving forward while we're under attack. Because the attack is going to always come. If you allow the attackers to stop you, you will lose that particular battle. And you cannot afford this. You know, my father used to say, uh, be careful when you're trying to kick somebody off the ladder because you got to take your foot off too. And you might slip. And so when people are taking their feet off the ladder, most, some of them may, most, the majority of them ain't even up on a ladder. They just at the bottom throwing stuff up at you. They are just shaking your ladder. They ain't even, they ain't even on your level really tell you the truth. They really not. You have moved on far beyond them, spiritually, physically, everything. But they are still shaking your ladder and attacking you. Keep moving forward while under attack because the attacks are going to come. If you take the time to stop and address it, you are impeding your own progress. This is very important to understand. Go on about your business and remember Steve Harvey and remember those of you out there. There is a Bible verse that helps me out every time. And I don't know why I got it on six different plaques sitting all around my offices. Everywhere I go, I can read it. Isaiah 54, 17. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. That because this is my, that he will put me under his wings of protection. And this is my inheritance as a servant of the Lord, period. I'm his boy, he my man. So so dig, so so when you coming for me, I have to just rest on that laurel right there, that he got it, that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I'm just like you sometimes, you know, we know better, but sometimes we don't do better. Man, let them say what they gonna say. When they get through saying it, when they get through writing it, when they get through talking about you, when they get through lying about you, guess what they're going to have to do? They're going to have to step back and watch you rise. They're going to have to kick back and watch what God got for you because nothing God got for you can't nobody stop it. I don't care what they do. Keep moving forward while under attack. You know something? I'll tell you something, man. Minister Louis Farrakhan taught me something very important one day. He says, Steve, remember this. He said, it is a common thing for a dog to bark up at the moon. But if the moon barks back at the dog, the dog becomes famous. You feel me? The moon was talking to you? What did you, how did the moon stop and talk to you? Don't give them that. Let the dog bark up at the moon. Don't you be up there. You go where God got you going. Don't bark back at this dog because the dog come famous because they ain't going to be able to get to you, but the dog is famous. Now they want to interview the dog. Now the dog, guess what? He going to do more barking. Guess what? About you. Man, go on about your business, y'all. God is in the blessing business all day long, man. Go get in line. Get you some. Get them packages and boxes shipped to you. They got your name on it. 
You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective, from Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama, to reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, it's another day, another blessing, another opportunity, another chance. Man, God is good, man. I, I told him that today. All I did was thank him today. I ain't even asked for nothing today. I just thanked him all morning. I, ain't, I didn't ask for nothing. I'm going to ask for something. That's coming. He know that for sure. Ain't no need of me trying to play it, nothing like that. No, he know I'm coming back. But this morning, I was just grateful. Man, try it sometimes. Gratitude, man, fix your attitude, man. Once you fix your attitude, it changes your altitude. It's all tied together. It's the tude business, baby. You just got to get in the tude business. Gratitude, attitude, altitude. I'm going to have to come up with something. Dude, I'm pretty good with acronyms and stuff like that. Ladies and gentlemen, Shirley Strawberry, Carla Pharrell, Mississippi Monica Jr., government name, uh, Kill Spates. I've given him new nickname, HBCU. Yes, and sir. the legend that is Nephew Tommy. Hey, hey. Yeah. HBCU, what's on your mind today, man? Let me ask you something, Uncle. I know you've been through what's this that? before. Oh, I know yeah. Tommy been huh? through that before. Historically black colleges and I mean, we know that, but <laughs> why we you know that's not what that? it means. Right. Oh, hell no, not for Junior. <laughs> okay, well, what? <laughs> HBCU stands for Halfback CU. How? You didn't Here I am junior. thinking it's HBCU, historically black Because <laughs> you went to PV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We just couldn't figure out why he would be calling you that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you black. Ah! <laughs> yeah, I know. Black bastard. I know what you're going to say. Yeah, but I couldn't get that. <laughs> I'm still messing yeah, up over the African deal. <laughs> Hell, man. You thought I was talking about Prairie View? Oh, yeah. Okay, no. <laughs> HBCU. Thank you, Carla. Yeah. Rescue me. <laughs> Hell, back. Huh. See you. <laughs> <laughs> look, look at him head says today. Y'all don't see it. But when he puts his here. head down, it's clear oh, that he man. has hair. He still has but hair. But man, no, no, if you got to put your though. head down to show that you got hair, that ain't a good sign right there. It ought to be obvious from any angle. You once you, you got to lower your head to show his hair up there. Yeah. Oh, 
man. Thank you, Shirley. That's another free one. I take it no. back. I don't miss nothing. Go ahead, hey, Jenny, what's on you? No, forget the question, though. I can't. You got to let them hear that. No, this is the second day you called me that, right? So I'm trying to I said, yeah, pray of y'all day. Yeah. 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 Oh, no, Struggle what's he staying for? All right, I know no, it ain't no. his struggling thing. Have back, see you. <laughs> That's a shame. <laughs> that's a doggone shame. <laughs> hey, man, that's a good one. You got, yeah. We comedians. That's funny. That's creative as hell. Right good there. morning. <laughs> he said, Come on. I mean, what is we here for? <laughs> we ain't here to get some laughs show. up in here. I what are we show. here for? Oh, I wake up for this. Man, let me tell you something. This is the second day. I didn't know what you thought. I said, yeah, prayer of you all day long. Yeah. I said, yeah. that's right, man. Represent for these black folks, huh? Nah, that ain't what it mean, though. What? Have <laughs> 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 back seat. <laughs> all right. Coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, we'll hear from the nephew as he runs that prank back right after this. I, I got hot. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for the nephew to run that prank back. What you got for us, Neff? I got fight night, Shirley. This is fight night. Fight you know, night. I got everything for the fight. I got the I got the food. I got the drinks. I got mm-hmm. I got the TV. Mm-hmm. I got the people coming over. Mm-hmm. I just ain't quite got the fight. Ain't I'm missing a- I'm missing the paid per view. I'm missing that part. So, <laughs> cat dog, if you would. Hello. Hey, I'm trying to speak to Troy. Yeah, yes, me. Hey, Troy, how you doing, man? This is Kirby, man. Uh, I live a uh, couple streets over from you. What, what's happening with you, brother? Uh, Kirby. Uh, 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 Kenny. Uh, Ken- Kenny gave me. You got Kenny. You know Kenny on your street, right? Oh yeah, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, yeah, Kenny gave me your number, man. I wanted to reach out. I'm inviting a lot of people uh, in the neighborhood, man. To, you know, so I'm inviting a lot of people over to the fight party over here at my house. Oh yeah, yeah. I was wondering why I was gonna watch it on fight too, man. That don't sound like a bad idea, man. Okay, okay. Well, listen, man. Come on through. Uh, everybody gonna be getting here like around seven, seven thirty. And, uh, yeah. man, we got food, we got liquor, margarita machine. My boy, he going to be on the grill with the burgers and the, and the hot dogs, man. And one of my other partners going to be smoking some wings, man. So we, we good, right. man. So I'm, I'm just inviting a bunch of people in the neighborhood to come through. Cool. You need me to bring something through, man? Some wine, anything? What? Uh, look here. Now that you, uh, now that you mention it, man, we, we, we missing a little something. Uh, hey, let me, let me ask you this here, uh, Troy. You, um, you got cable at your house? Yeah. Yeah, I got cable here. Okay, listen. Here's here what we need, man. I I got about four thousand feet of cable cord, and what I want to do is come over there and hook up this cable cord to your house and run it two streets over to my house so we can watch the fight in the backyard. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up, man. I know you. Hold up, man. <laughs> I know. Hold. On. I know you didn't just say. Now say that again. You want you got four see, 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 see we got while. like I say, we got the food, the liquor, all of that, man. Uh, you know, a lot of people coming over. But see, the problem is I ain't got cable here at the house. Well, how is you gonna have a fight party and you ain't got no cable? And that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You you, you asked me what could you help out with, so that's what I'm asking you. I I used to work for the cable company. I know how to hook it up at your house. I know how to bypass pay-per-view. Hey, We're going to hey, run it two streets So I got a real doable cable card. I got a big TV I'm going to put out in the backyard. You call me and invite me to a fight party. Y'all ain't got no no, no cable. Now you want me to do something illegal and run 
4,000 feet of cable wires, two streets over to my backyard, over the fence. I'm out here with these white folks. I'm already having a problem with my mortgage already. Now, now, you want me to do something illegal or get me put out? Okay, I, I understand that, dog. Well, listen, what I'm saying is, dog, we just talking about for a few hours. We ain't open. We ain't, it ain't like we've been doing it for a couple of days or nothing. I, I, I don't know how you, you can even call it. Call up a cat, man, and invite him out to a fight party, and you ain't got no cable. Okay, but I invited you to the, you finna get liquor and food and stuff, man. You finna have a good time. Do yeah, your I, part. I, let, let me let me get a little bit of your cable for a couple of hours so everybody can watch the fight. So you want to have a fight party at my house? Man, I don't know you like that. You know, I'm not house. saying we having it at your house. I'm on We having it at my house. We just using your cable. Man, I can't have no cable. I don't do nothing illegal, man. But I'm not having no police in front of my house, man. I got I got a family now. I'm a family man. I, got, I get up every morning and go to work. I work hard. I'm not going to have I, no And no I got cable, that, man. man. I'm just telling house. you for a few hours, man, so we can everybody see the Mayweather fight, man. Man, you saying Kirby and Kenny, man, I don't, know, I don't really know y'all people like that, man. I don't know Kenny well. I just know because it keep a nice yard, man. I don't know y'all. I can't be having no laws and all this. My children running while this cable coming from my house. Like, I can't have that, man. I'm out here with these white folks. These white folks are not having it, man. I understand all that, man, but I didn't invite all these people. I can't disappoint these people. I got to have the fight on at the house. I understand your situation, my brother. I want to be at your house watching the fight, too. But I can't, ain't nowhere in the world I'm going to have no 4,000 foot of cable running from my house. I can't see that one. I'm, I'm out here in the suburb now with a family now. I can't do them type of thing, man. I, can't, I don't want no police. I don't want the cable. Hey, man, you the only one in the suburb. I'm out here, too. What I'm trying to tell you is I'm not going to disappoint these people. Now, I want to have your approval, but I'm coming to hook this cable up. You coming where to hook up a cable? I'm coming to your house to hook this cable and run it two streets over. Oh, so if I say you can't hook it up, you're going to come and hook it up anyway. That's what you're telling me? I'm telling you I can't disappoint these people. I'm coming to hook this cable up, man, whether you like it or not. Oh, Now, if you put up in front of my I will fold down for the cable. It's going to be the guy. Right. Hey, man, I can't disappoint these people. Now, I'm just trying to get you to show some love for four hours. You don't disappoint them. We don't have a show for them. If you come over to my house, you bring them people you got over there with you so they can see a fight. Hey, man, what what are you, what are you saying? You, you're trying to tell me you ain't going to let me hook the cable up when I get over there? I stand up on it. I'll be waiting out there with no shirt and a shot. And you ain't going to land 15 rounds with me. Hey, man, I'm not going to sit here and get it. I mean, you was I'm cool to an extent, but you're not going to get me to break no law in front of my children out here, man. I'm 39 years old. I'm playing them games, man. When I was younger, you may want to cut a course and you would have left money. But, hey, I'm not going for that. I'm not going for that route this time, brother. I'm not having all that activity going on in my house. I'm coming over there, and I'm hooking up this table. Well, you come over here, you so bad. I got something for you, Tuffy. You come over. I'm going to sit in front of my house right now. Tell Kenny to come with it, too, Mr. Cameron. I got something for all y'all. All I'm telling you is I'm coming over there to hook my cable up so these people can watch fight. Hey, well, line it up, then. Yeah, you going to come take some cable from my house? Line it up. I'm going to have my wife take my hands up right now. It's going to be a fight. I got one more thing I need to say to you, though. Is you listening? I don't care what you say. You come in front of my house. You better bring some help with you because you ain't going to leave here. You come in front of my house with some cable car. I don't give a who you is, and I'm going to whoop Kenny and whenever I see him, I'm whooping him on sight. I don't care if my children in the car, and his children in the car, and I'm going to whoop you if you come out here with that nose this time I do, I'm going to put something on you right here, man, if you come out of my eyes right now with that I said I got one more thing to say to you. Are you what you got to say is you listening to me. I'm listening. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy. Who is <laughs> Who you say this is? This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Man, I know you ain't called my phone, man. My blood pressure high as hell. You got me ready to squabble, man. I got bad cholesterol, man. Like, you, got, you done raised my cholesterol level and everything, man. You got me ready to whoop somebody out here. <laughs> All right, man, I got to ask you this right here, Troy. What is the baddest, I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land? Man, the Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. Y'all crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, thank you, nephew. Coming up next, it is Ask the CLO, our chief love officer. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, LeBron James rocked a $28,000 Louis Vuitton outfit for the NBA season opener. He was looking so fly. Uh, Jonathan Majors will stand trial for domestic violence. And uh, Samuel L. Jackson and Gabrielle Union lead tributes to late chef actor Richard Roundtree, who passed away this week. Uh, we'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour, but right Gabrielle now it Union. is time. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, he played her dad. Dad. I'm being that's Mary right. Jane. That's yeah. Right. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. It's time now to ask the CLO. Uh, this one, CLO, is from Pam in Louisville. Pam writes, my brother-in-law is married to my cousin. My cousin might be cheating because she stopped by our house and she left a guy sitting in her car. My husband asked me if I plan to tell his brother or should he tell him. Shouldn't we stay out of this? His and wife. brother. And her husband, who is is her brother, that the wife is supposedly cheating on, he says, why don't we stay out of this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My brother-in-law is married brother. to my cousin. Mm-hmm. That's what Pam said. My brother-in-law is married to my cousin. My cousin might be cheating because she stopped by our house and left a guy sitting in her car. My husband asked me if I plan to tell his brother or should he tell him? And she wants to know, should they stay out of it? Oh, the husband mm. wants to tell his brother. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yeah. Right. Oh, well, then that's that's finna go down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the yeah. The brother gonna tell the brother. It ain't no way. Left him in the there. car when she came over there. Yeah, she left yeah. the man in the car when she How went over. How stupid is that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. To bring somebody else. Hey, bro, your wife was over here and came to see my wife. And she had a dude in the car and left him in the car while she came in. I just want to pull your coat to that. Oh, yeah. A brother going to tell that. You don't think he should stay out of it, though? Nope. No. He's going to say there was an N-word in the car. Yeah. Tell you what he's going to say. A brother? Mm -hmm. (laughs) No, man. Your brother finna tell you. Okay. Yeah. All right, um, moving on to Rocky in Houston. Rocky says, my girlfriend made lasagna Sunday and said it was for a luncheon at work. I found out that it was for her male co-worker that has COVID, and she dropped it off to him. He posted a thank you pic and tagged her. Why didn't she tell me the truth? <laughs> the Social truth. media. <laughs> Dog, the truth? Undefeated. <laughs> See what I told y'all. The truth. How the, how the truth sound in this letter? <laughs> See, in this letter, how the truth sound? Yeah. I what made this say? lasagna for a co-worker that had COVID and I dropped it off. <laughs> yeah. You but... hear how that truth sound? That lie was so much better. Hey, made some, made some lasagna for the co-workers down at the job. Ding, well, that was it. What's wrong with the truth, though? I, I mean, the, the man, the man's sick. Now, that's her work husband, dog. You know that. That's, <laughs> you know, he ought to get a pass on that one, dog. He's mad because she dropped it okay. off at the house. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. Let me ask you a question, dog. You got a beautiful wife, beautiful family. Uh-huh. Is it okay if Jackie make dishes and take it over to sick, mm-hmm. sick people's house? Dudes? 
Why are you looking like that? Who house? Well, it's different when it's you. It's uh-huh. Yeah. See, I try that to give out better. advice how I handle it. Uh-huh. Now, why did she lie? She had to lie because the truth, the truth wasn't gonna fit. But now she busted. What yeah. she got to do? She got double back with lie number two. Yes, I dropped it off, but after we all ate our fair share up at the office, I knew he didn't get none, so I dropped it by his house because I didn't want him to miss it. You know, everybody loves my lasagna. And that's all it was. I didn't even go in. He's sick. Mm-hmm. Um, she left I left rolled the window down and threw it on the tree line. He came out and got it. I treated it like the morning newspaper. Slung it right on up there. <laughs> Let's go back to Jackie Can food out this damn house or somebody else. Let's go back. Yes. Yeah, 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 right. uh, yeah, I just want uh, you, you to be take. okay. Yeah, With yeah, yeah. Hell, she would take food out of this damn house. That you worked hard and paid for and bought. I wish you would. <laughs> oh, so now it's about the groceries, no, too. It, it is. It's about that. It is. Yeah. But you're not you're not delivering nothing to some sick and shut-in ass dude. Yeah. Where his people at? Yeah. 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 Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where his girl at? <sighs> yeah. The, the next delivery is the hearse. I'm just trying to tell you what the next delivery is. Can't ask him. <laughs> Go ahead, Shirley. Uh, Vanessa in Toledo says, My daughter went to a five year old <laughs> birthday party <laughs> and and the kids were popping bottles of sparkling grape juice. They said cheers when they toasted <laughs> with champagne flutes. This made me crack up. Then, on top of all of that, there was a twerk contest, and the mm. adults kept yelling, turn up, turn up, as the little girls dance. Can you believe this? Was this a good party theme, or was this inappropriate? <laughs> They're popping bottles and twerking. But you know, but if you, you know, you letting your kids participate in adult-like activities, where the line at? Yeah, at hmm. five. You know? Right, right. This is a five-year-old birthday party. So at the eight-year-old birthday, birthday party, party, what this going to be, an orgy? Uh-huh. What this going to be? Oh. Yeah. oh. See what I'm, but no, nah. I mean, look, you got to, listen, you got to parent your children. You got to stop allowing them to have access to everything. You can prematurely introduce your children to things that they not really, you don't need to do that. They're not mentally equipped. They're just not. Turn just, up. Right. Just yeah. because they can do it doesn't mean they yeah. should. They yeah. should and be doing it. No, that's crazy. And their that's parents should be encouraging this for sure. No. Yeah. What happened to the clown and the magic tricks and the balloon? Yeah. What's that? The, mu- the musician. <laughs> the face painting. Yeah, what else? Yeah. Pin the tail yeah, on the donkey. You know, the the magic the trick still get me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, know, you, you got good ass magic trick. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you know I'm how impressed. you love a clown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 This is craziness right here. Yeah. The parents need their butts whooped. All right, last one, Steve. This is from Chastity in Phoenix. Uh, Chastity says, my husband gets so upset because I'm not tied to my cell phone like he is. He calls me when I'm out and gets mad when I don't answer. He says he gets worried about me, but I think he's trying to keep up with my whereabouts. So which one is it? CLO. It's a combination of both. It's a combination, a combination of both? Of both? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, now, if you got a man that don't give a damn where you at when you're at, then you're going to be talking about, you don't never call and check on me. You know, mm-hmm. make up your mind which never one you satisfied. want. Never uh-huh. satisfied. 
Yeah, you know what I mean. Not, you know, you you it's an extreme to everything. Is you got a man that don't ever look out for you, check on you. You got a you got a man. Excuse me. You got a man mm-hmm. that now you think is overbearing and overprotective and and smothering you. Mm-hmm. All this here, you can talk to him, ask him to pull up a little bit, but you know, or you can go and get the other thing. Sometimes y'all just ain't happy, man. Hello. You can't. He calm me too much. Okay. I can fix that. Too I much. wish somebody that would too. tell me, you know, you calling me too much. Oh, okay. <laughs> Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't I, give a damn who you are. I think the point if is. You tell me I'm calling you too much. I got something for you. But that's go. Watch All this right. tomorrow. Coming up, uh, thank you, CLO. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment news for you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave. And then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Samuel L. Jackson and Gabrielle Union were among those paying tribute to Richard Roundtree in the wake of his death from pancreatic cancer this week. Samuel L. wrote, quote, Richard Roundtree, the prototype, the best to ever do it. Shaft, as we know it is and will always be his creation. 
His passing leaves a deep hole, not only in my heart, but I'm sure a lot of y'all's too. Samuel L. starring uh, starred alongside Richard Roundtree in the two most recent Shaft movies. And actress Gabrielle Union posted a tribute to Richard Roundtree and talked about her TV dad and the fun they had on the set of the TV show Being Mary Jane, which ran from 2013 to 2017. And we all love that show. Gabrielle said in part, he was always the coolest man in the room with the best vibes and people would literally run over to come see him. He was simply the best and we all loved him. Rest in peace, Richard Roundtree. That's a true statement about him, man. When I tell you, just cool, Mm -hmm. that dude, man. Yeah. And just good Ooh. people. He played golf with his cigar the whole time. I don't know yeah, how he did you know many Could he play good shirts though? I burned. <laughs> he listened to the show he too. Play. He played. He wasn't great, but ain't none of us great. He, he but, was a fan know, of the show. Of sudden, yeah. I hit mm-hmm. something brilliant. He's just a good dude, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good dude, man. Wow. I saw Viola. How old Davis. was he, Shirley? He was eighty one. <clears throat> yeah. Yep. But he was a fan of the show. A lot of celebrities Eight doing tribute Viola Davis. Oh, Shirley yeah. Ralph. I mean, I just kept seeing celebrities. Yeah. Wow. Legend. Yep. True. yep. That's cool. You know, I, I would rather, you know, we got to start giving our uh, legends and stuff. They flowers while flowers. they're still living, man. We yes. got to do more of that. That's why I appreciate um, Byron Ellis Grio Awards because he's starting to do that, man, with a lot of the people out there. He's starting to uh-huh. recognize people while they're still living. You know, it's great. You get these tributes and stuff after they go gone. But, you know, we, yeah. we got to do a better job of <clears throat> taking care of each other while they're living. We need to do more of that on this show. We should have an uplift moment once a week. I think we should come up with a, a once a week thing where we honor somebody. Just, you know, a shout out. Nothing big. Just a 90 second tribute to somebody, you know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like all right. And Sounds love good. good news. And, and you know, I didn't yeah. appreciate the look on your face, Monica, on this Zoom when I was saying that suggestion. You know, like it's just some more work you got to do. Well, just get to doing it, damn it. <laughs> anyway, hey, what, we're going to switch gears here. here today, man? <laughs> it's just an attitude is what it is, Tom. Well, you got to lose You know, I get tired brother. of coming up with ideas, and then I look on the Zoom and somebody that? rolling their eyes and everything. <laughs> you know, all that old eye rolling. <laughs> We the words to up. Ill or Harvey, your eyes can get back there and stay back there if you do it again. Yeah. <laughs> are you going to give Monica her, are you giving Monica her flowers? <laughs> no. <laughs> Not at this moment. All right, we're going to switch gears here. You know, Shirley. <laughs> yes. You need to be real careful, girl. You need to be very careful. Uh-huh. You the thin ice. Are, are you, you, are you pointing careful. your finger at me right now? I'm not pointing my finger at you. This is a damn threat with you. Well, bring it on. Everybody getting some this morning. Bring it on. Why you in this HBCU? Why you in this? I love my HBCU. Yeah. HBCU and ain't, ain't talking about Prairie View. HBCU and ain't talking about Prairie View. Paul Jr. Oh, oh my God. God. All right, switching gears and other entertainment news. During the NBA season opener game, the Lakers versus the Denver Nuggets four-time NBA champion LeBron James rocked a Louis Vuitton outfit for the latest. Uh, it was from the latest Pharrell Williams collection, reported to be worth about $28,000. According to TMZ, the jacket cost $5,000, while 
while the pants and shoes were over twelve fifty and uh, twelve twenty respectively. Uh, the speedy bag slung over his shoulder cost eleven thousand dollars, while the briefcase is worth another nine hundred and five nine thousand five hundred dollars. We all know the sports arenas. Entrance tunnels for the players is now considered a very fly fashion show in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Everybody's sitting back, you know, watching what the players are going to wear. Some of them boys tunnel. be dope, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some of them boys be dope, man. Yeah. Some of them cats be yeah. rocking and fly. Some of them dudes, you know, be mm-hmm. I'm talking about be letting them have it, man. I be watching them going, go ahead, player. Mm-hmm. 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 A couple dudes, you know, need to consider their height on some of these <laughs> Everything don't come in seven foot. I'm telling you that. Everything should not be in seven foot. Word for the day out of your mouth. Uplift. (laughs) Uplift. I was doing it. I was doing it. But, you know, I also, you know, I had to forewarn catch. You know, it's like, it's certain things I came by because of my age. Mm -hmm. You know, it's stuff that's age appropriate. Like what? Like skinny jeans. You know, you can't wear skinny jeans. You know, uh, like see, man, my son went your age in skinny jeans. Plenty of men your age, huh? but skinny. Steve, you pretty I've, much rock anything. Though. Yeah, I've I've seen plenty of men in your age I, in skinny jeans. I rock jeans. anything because I don't rock everything. Oh, 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 you done got deep. Oh, okay. That's how I You know what I'm saying? See, that, that, see, so you gotta be careful. And I put it on a lot of variations, but I'm mm-hmm. selective with them very, it's a lot of stuff they making out there, man, that, uh, Ellie be coming to me with, and I be going, boy, get your ass somewhere and sit down. First of all, I'm 66. Uh huh. It's just some stuff that's, not like Winton. I was with Winton one day. Winton had on a top the other day that was crochet. Mm-hmm. And it cut right off at the belt. I put that thing on like I look like one of the biggest new pronouns. Ain't no telling <laughs> what y'all are call me. I just yeah, your stomach out, dog. <laughs> you had a crop top on. I said, said Winton had on the top. Now oh. I can't rock that. That's I what I said. I just trying to visualize your. I was just trying to visualize. You ain't got to oh, visualize nothing. I just told it to you. <laughs> we gotta go. Coming up in twenty minutes after the hour. Show it. <laughs> Yesterday, Donald Trump had a temper tantrum and stormed out of his civil trial in Manhattan. We'll talk about that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Donald Trump threw his hands up and said, I'm leaving as he stormed out of his $250 million New York fraud trial Wednesday. This was shortly after a judge fined him $10,000 for violating his gag order. Yep. And then rejected a defense attorney's bid for a verdict in Trump's favor. His own secret, secret service agents were seen chasing after him. According to NBC News, Trump left while Michael Cohen his former personal attorney, who was a star witness against him in the case, was still on the stand. Cohen testified that while Trump did not explicitly tell him to inflate the numbers, he communicated the outcome he wanted. The lawsuit alleges that the former president, with the help of his adult children and executives mentioned in the filing, falsely inflated his net worth by billions of dollars in an effort to influence, uh, to uh, induce banks to lend money to the Trump organization on more favorable terms and to obtain either economic and tax benefits, other economic and tax benefits. It's so coming, man. It's coming. What you think, mm-hmm. Steve? What y'all think? <laughs> it's Ooh. coming. 
Yeah, this what? one right here. See, they get see they got real info. This ain't about no what nobody thought. This ain't this ain't this ain't nobody interpreting what he. Yeah, meant. they got facts. This yeah. this this ain't nobody talking about. Did he send them down there to the uh, Capitol building? This ain't. How did he say that? What was he? No. Witness. This paperwork, partner. Evidence. All of this that. is real paperwork mm-hmm. that's fraudulent. You cannot mm-hmm. do this. But he got yeah, mad he though and walked out. Bro, 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 this said. court, this ain't how this worked. Yeah, yeah, you're no longer the president, A. <laughs> but no, this is court. This ain't how this work. Mm, yeah. Mm, mm. I don't want to hear this no more. You know how many times I want to say that to a judge? <laughs> I'm leaving. Bye. Yeah. Let, let a black man back. run out of court. <laughs> Bruh. Deuces. But that's his sense of entitlement. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's yes. his white yes. privilege. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, have you ever, ever in yes. your whole life heard of a story of one black man just storming out <laughs> of the courthouse? Now, I've seen him break and run. <laughs> they never made it out, though. No. But never, like, flip the mm-hmm. judge off and walk out, button up your coat. Now, I've seen bros dive <laughs> trying to escape. I've seen that. <laughs> but you ain't ever seen a, a black dude, man, get up and storm out the court. That disrespectful thing right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah and I think this is going to be good. I was reading somewhere where the he wanted the judge to rule in his favor, and the judge said no because there was enough evidence to fill up the courtroom. I think that's... <laughs> Is that much evidence? <laughs> no. The entire courtroom. Coming to a courtroom near you? State to state. All right. Coming up next, we'll check Steve's voicemail at 877-29-STEVE right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now to check Steve's voicemail. You can call him 877-29-STEVE and leave a message, and you just might hear your call on the air. You ready, Steve? Mm-hmm. Okay, now this lady uh, that's on the phone right now, she's sick of how you and Tommy treat Junior, she says, and she's really upset with you guys. Take a listen. Huh? Okay. Yeah. Good morning. It is definitely wise that you guys don't take live calls. You know, I am so fed up with you, Steve, and Tommy, the way you look down and talk down on Junior. And I know that it has to do with money. If he had as much money as you guys have or more shows, um, you guys would talk to him differently. But your disdain for him really shows the joke that Junior said today was actually very funny. Junior is hilarious. He is always in the background. He is very funny. And out of the three of y'all, um, I think that he's the funniest. But the joke that he said today when he asked where was Kirk's dad, that was actually funny. And it, it's funny how you try to say, oh, he comes to my ranch and I don't even ask about um, his dad. But when you were, but when Kirk Franklin was on your show and he was pouring out his frustration, you were cracking jokes about his dad, about being his dad at an inappropriate time. So you're a hypocrite as usual. You find any way you can to look down on Junior and he needs to stop. Junior, I hope you the best and I hope that you get around a group of people that really appreciate your work. You know what, lady? You know what, lady? You don't even understand the relationship we have here. You know, I understand your anger, and I appreciate you defending him and all this here. But you done took a whole bunch of stuff and just lined it up to your line of thinking. First of all, first of all, 
Tommy and I are pledging Junior. That's all this is. This is a pecking order of the male species. I don't expect you to understand that, but Tommy being a noop and I being a Q, we understand that. Junior understand that. And you sitting up here, you talk to him different if he had as much money as shows, probably would, but he don't. So damn it, here we go. No, 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 no. See, I like giving the people what they want. You prove you prove that point right now. But see, but right here though, that what you're saying, lady, you you've taken some clips to justify your hatred. You know, I'm a hypocrite and all this here. I don't, I don't see. I don't even listen to people. If you think Junior is the funniest one on the show? Comedy is subjective. You have that right to feel yeah, that way. Yeah, you do. It's people that think that the funniest comedian in the world is Earthquake. It's people who think it's Dave Chappelle. It's people who think it's Kevin Hart. That's the way life goes. But for you to call in here and try to create dissension, and then when Kirk Franklin called in, I was telling jokes about his daddy. I don't know what show you was listening to. I don't know. I don't know what show you was listening to, but you're one of those people where you want to prove a point. Oh, what's wrong, lady? You sad? And let's like, I tell you what, let's do this. Uh, but damn it, the joke so. got to be about somebody. <laughs> tag Junior's <laughs> it? And yeah. Tag Junior be it sometimes. Sometimes it's Tommy. It's sometimes always. it's me. It used to always be me. Well, I think it's all of us. I think it's just yeah, us. It's, it's just everybody. Us. It's me. They're all of us get it. I mean, all of us do. And I understand. I mean, you know, Uncle, like we're a family. We, you just did me this morning. Did I get mad? She I, did. Yeah, yeah. It was Tell her what I did to you this morning, Junior. Thank you. Okay, for what he did was, you know, he introduced me and he said, "Kid Junior Space." He said, "But he got a new name for nickname for him." I said, "HBCU." That's his new nickname. I said, oh, "Okay, I'm thinking Prairie View." That's what I'm thinking. HBCU. And then Carla said, hey, that's not HBCU as in Prairie View. What does that mean? And you said, have back CU. <laughs> I thought that was brilliant. I thought that was incredible. My hairline is back here. See you. <laughs> like it's gone. And I said, so see, you, put your she ain't down, on the radio junior. when Junior <laughs> is dogging me because of my lack of technology. Skills. Oh no! I ain't got no text. No, she don't see. But you know, we'll be back. I want to talk to her just a little bit more when I come back. Go Thanks ahead. for your calls, though, and we have a prank phone call coming up. No, thank you for a damn. You don't like <laughs> right prank I'm saying thing. thank you. <laughs> I we didn't. Me and Tommy did. <laughs> you here for thank you, ma'am? <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, right before we get to the prank phone call and the strawberry letter, uh, you wanted to say something in response to a caller we had earlier? You know, the lady called in and was complaining about the way me and Tommy treat Junior. I don't know what to tell you, lady, but, you know, hang in there. Appreciate your call. You yeah, know. thanks for calling. Thanks for listening. We not, we not finna change a damn thing. And uh, appreciate you. You know, Junior, the youngest one on the show. Junior, the youngest one in comedy. You know, youngest one just got married. Oh, yeah. yeah. So what you want us to do? What he know more than us? <laughs> Is this helping? Is this helping yeah. at all? Yeah. Well, I, we're probably being we're probably being hypocritical right now. We're probably. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really not trying to help. I though. know you're not. <laughs> no, we you ain't doing please. Yeah. Junior, are okay. you okay? Junior, are you okay? Am I? No. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> 
You mad you at Stephen telling me mad with, with her, hey, with the call? You heard, did you not hear her? She just called in here. <laughs> Hell no. I've been trade on my fan like that. <laughs> my Your fan. fan. Your fan. <laughs> she wants you to get around a, a different group of people. Julia, she wants you to quit. She wants you to get around another group of people. You could be on a white show and they'll treat you way better. Way. Oh, no. No. Man, let me tell y'all something, man. These is jokes. We do jokes all day long on this show. That's all we do. I don't you be gotta mad. have a strong backbone up in you here. You can't probably. be thin skinned over here for Ooh. sure. No. You can't do that. Oh, hell no. We're moving on to the prank she now. What you got fan. for us, nephew? Yeah. What's wrong with you now? <laughs> what is the prank? Uh, Please. Can I borrow your freezer? Can I borrow your freezer? All right. Today it was the cable TV. Hey, 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 hey. I got a dead person over here. I need a freezer. Okay. What? Thank you. Uh, what? Let's go, okay, kid. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Allied Equipment, this is Trina. How can I help you? I'm trying to reach uh, Dale. Dale's the manager, right? Yes, Dale is the manager. How can I help you? Okay, is is Dale available? Is he there? He's actually with a, a customer. Is there something that I can help you with or pass along a message? Okay, so y'all Allied Equipment, what 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 exactly do y'all have there? I'm, I'm going to make sure I'm calling the right place. Oh, yes, of course. Um, it, it's a restaurant supply company. Um, so we have, you know, everything from freezers, refrigerators to your basic restaurant supplies. Okay. Well, y'all do have freezers because that's what I'm trying to do. I'm, what I'm trying to do is, is uh, uh, I've run out of freezer space, and I'm trying to see if possibly, you know, my back is up against the wall right now. I'm trying to see if I can possibly uh, put something in, in one of you all's freezers for a couple of days. Uh, until I get freed up on this end. So that's why I wanted to, to see if you guys uh, would allow me to do something like that. Is that possible? Um, sir, sorry, I'm, I'm a little confused. You don't want to buy a freezer. You just want to put something in one of our freezers? I just want to put something in there for a couple of days because I, I have a freezer, but mine is completely full, and I'm trying to see if I can put something in you all's freezer until you know for a couple of days, and then I'll come back and get it. Um, I'm so sorry. We we don't do that. Uh, if, if you wanted to to come by and and purchase a freezer, I'm I'm happy to help you. But we don't allow outside vendors to put things in our freezers. That's that's yeah. That's I'm sorry. Okay. Well, well I was told if Dale would hear what was going on, he might he might be able to help me though. Okay. Um. You you said your name was Kevin. Kevin. Okay, Kevin. If you just hold a moment, I will see if Dale can take your call. That's, that's what the hell I asked in the first place. It's speak to Dale. Okay, then. Hold on a moment, please. Hey, this is Dale. How can I help you? Hey, Dale. How you doing? This is uh, Kevin. Kevin. And hey. uh, I, I've been on the phone with with uh, your, your salesperson. But I, I, let me tell you what I'm trying to do, man. I'm um, I'm trying to use your. You have a lot of walk-in freezers that you all sell, right? Right, we do, yep. Okay, so what what I got is my freezer is completely full, man, and I'm I'm right. my back is against the wall. You came rec highly recommended to give you a call. Is it possible for me to um uh I need to keep something frozen for a few days? Uh, it's only going to be like two days. My my freezer will be, uh, you know, half empty in a couple of days. I just want, I just need some somebody to just kind of help me out here. Is it possible for me to bring something over there to keep keep it frozen for a couple of days? You know, what we got is a showroom. 
you know, with different displays so you could see what different kind of refrigerators look in your restaurant. But, I mean, if you want to come and take a look at one, I can have you in if you're interested in buying one. But no, no. They're just there for show, you know? Right, right. No, no. I have a, a cooler. I have a freezer already, but like I say, mine is just full. In a couple of days, it won't be. And I really got to get this this stuff on um, frozen, man. I, I I I'm gonna be in trouble. Like I say, I'm I'm, I'm my back against the wall over here, man. And um, I can't remember who recommended you, but you came highly recommended that you might be able to show me a little love on this. Look, I guess it comes down. It depends on what do you need. How much How much do you have that you need frozen? I mean, I don't even know what you well, got. Well, I got um, three bodies that I need to get um, to keep, you know, to keep frozen, man. That we, you know, we run a mortuary over here. This is Bozeman Body. Mortuary. Yeah, we got, you mean we got three people bodies. Yeah, yeah, we got three bodies that, and like I said, my my, my freezer's full, man. But in a couple of days, you know, these bodies, you know, the funerals would have happened, so we'll we'll be freed up, you know. But right now, I got I got three bodies coming in today that I got to get in the freezer. What are you, are you crazy? <laughs> Are you trying to get your damn mind? No, 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 I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious, bro. So, I'm, like I said, you can't highly recommend it. You know, and I'm just trying to get somebody to show me a little love. Man, you got those freezers. You don't have nothing in them. You know, I just need it for a couple of days. you got to be out of your mind. We're not talking about ice. This isn't chicken wings or a pork shoulder. These are people. You are out of your mind, man. But but listen to me, Dale. Dale, listen to what I'm. Un- you understand how serious this is. I have to keep them frozen. That's the reason why I'm calling you. I'm needing your help, man. Yeah, I understand that. Look, if you want to, I'll have you come in. You buy your own freezer. You can put your own bodies in your own freezer. How am I supposed to show off my showroom with frozen bodies in the freezer? Uh, but just just don't just don't show that one for a couple of days. You know what I'm saying? Don't just don't show it. Oh, we'll just co- you know what you know what here, here what we could do. We could put the bodies in there, just cover them up, and people don't won't know what it is. Yeah, and then I get a buyer that comes in, and the cover falls off it, and I got a frozen dead body in my freezer. Is that even legal? I don't know, man. All I'm saying is, here's the deal, man. You came highly recommended. They told me that you would probably show me some love. I'm actually, you know, getting ready to load up and come your way. Dude, you keep those dead bodies away from my store. I'm telling you right now. I can't hook you up on this one, all right? I just can't do it. Okay, but we're trying to load up and come that way, though, man. So, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, I, I mean, what am I supposed to do? I have no – you know what? You want to come talk to me? You want to buy a freezer for yourself? And you want to freeze your dead bodies on your own. I don't care. I'll sell you a freezer. I got no problem with selling you a freezer, but you're not bringing the bodies here. It's just not happening. So if Alonzo, if Alonzo calls you and, and green lights it, is it okay then? I, I highly doubt Alonzo's going to call me and tell me to put three dead bodies in, on our showroom floor freezers. I okay. highly doubt that. Okay, okay, but 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 guess what Alonzo told me? What did Alonzo tell you? Alonzo told me to give you a call. He told me to give you a prank phone call. This is now oh. from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Come on, are you serious? <laughs> yes, sir. That's incredible. Oh, I'm, I'm having a, my chest hurt. <laughs> oh. Oh jeez, that guy! Oh, you just you just got pranked by your GM, baby. That's what's oh. happening right here. <laughs> All right, man, give me one more thing. You got to tell me this right here, Dale. What is the baddest? And I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. 
It is the Steve Harvey Morning Show, my friend. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, too much. All right, nephew, thank you. Uh, Coming up next, strawberry letter for today. The subject, who cares if his auntie hears us? We'll get into that right after this. Junior, I hope you're fan like my prank. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way is getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to math and magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. It's time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. And you never know, it could be yours. You never know. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, who cares if his auntie hears us? Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm 44 years old and my husband is 45. We live in a duplex that he owned before we got married and his aunt is renting the other half. The units are the same, so our living room wall is on her living room wall and our bedroom wall is on her bedroom wall. Our upstairs balcony overlooks her upstairs balcony, so we basically have no privacy. We even share a garage with her and the backyard. We need the extra income from renting it out, and we figured it would be better to rent to his aunt than some stranger. But living next to this woman is far worse than living next to a stranger. All his aunt likes to do is read books, and she listens to classical music. She talks softly and hates noise. She does not like it when I fry bacon, burgers, fish, or chicken because she said she can smell it all over her house. 
That's not the half of it, though, because her main issue is how noisy my husband and I are. I talk loud and I laugh loud. I'm from South Georgia and I sound like my daddy when I laugh. My husband loved my laugh until his auntie started complaining about it. He also used to love trash talking in the bedroom, but his auntie shut all of that down, too. I can't yell at him from another room without his auntie tapping the wall to make me stop. His auntie is 60 years old, and I wish there was a decent brother I could hook her up with so she could make some noise in her house, too. I told her to turn up her classical music or listen to rap music because I refuse to whisper and whimper during sex. I don't care what auntie hears, but my husband covers my mouth during sex. Why is he letting her control what we do in our home? I guess because it's her, his auntie and she's older. I, I mean, I could see if it was his mom, but I'm with you. Who cares? I mean, auntie is being ridiculous in this whole situation. And your husband has given her too much power and say in this this situation. She's only the boss at her house, not yours. And uh, are you guys making that much noise, though? I had to ask you that because I know you said your husband had to cover your mouth during sex. But really, though, how much hollering are you doing over there? Um, and your walls must be really thin, or does Auntie have her ear to the door or something? I think she's nosy and rude and entitled, and she needs to stay out of your business. Because what do she, does she expect you to do uh, being in the privacy of your own home? You have to whisper and stuff? She expects that? Come on now. Uh, she's she's a meddler. She's just a meddler. Uh, you guys, and by you guys, I mean her nephew, your husband, you guys have to respectfully let her know and know in certain terms that she's overstepping, knocking on the wall and all of that. She, uh, or else she'll just keep doing what she's doing, meddling. I wish you could introduce her to a nice man, too. That would probably solve a lot of her problems. She wouldn't have time to worry about what's going down in your bedroom. So for now, I say get her some headphones or threaten to raise her rent or, you know, put her out or something. I think maybe she'll come around after you do that. Steve? Well, you know what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to sit auntie down. <laughs> That's what this look like is coming to right here. See, this couple is, uh, she's 44 and her husband is 45. They live in a duplex and uh, in this duplex, they rent out the other half. The uh, units are the same. So our living room wall is her living room wall, and our bedroom wall is her bedroom wall. Lord have mercy. Two of the loudest rooms in the house. <laughs> <sighs> Boy, you lucky that bathroom wall ain't over there. <sighs> Y'all would just be it. It it'll be this this letter would damn near be about suicide. Oh goodness. Um, uh, our upstairs balcony overlooks her upstairs balcony, so we basically have no privacy. We even share a garage with her and a backyard. This too much damn sharing. Man, the balcony right next to each other. Y'all stay in a hotel. And then y'all's bedroom wall is against her bedroom wall and living room wall is against living room wall. So now y'all can't do nothing. And here's the letter for the whole thing. The, 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 the title of this letter is Who Cares What the Auntie Hears, right? Mm -hmm. And all she do is listen to classic music and read books. So that's nice. <laughs> she talks softly. 
she hates noise. Okay. She don't like it when I fry bacon, burgers, fish, or chicken because she says she can smell it all over her house. Now, she say that ain't the half of it, though. See, I'm just building this story because my answer is going to be on the second half when we come back. So please don't go away because I'm going to explain to you a lot of this stuff. I'm just going through the letter. Okay. I talk loud and I laugh loud. I'm from South Georgia and I sound like my dad. So loud. Why are you so loud? But that's how my daddy laughs. So that's how she laughs. Heifer, you got to tone some of this. Ah! Can't bring that over here. All that yeah. See right there, don't. <laughs> and then my husband used to love and laugh till the aunt started complaining about it. And he used to love talking trash in the bedroom, but his auntie didn't shut all that down too. I can't yell at him from another room without her stopping me. He's knocking on the walls. His auntie is 60 years old. All right, hang on, Steve. We'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes. After the hour, today's Strawberry Letter subject, who cares if his auntie hears us? Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. The subject is, who cares if his auntie hears us? This couple, 40 and 44 and 45, they're renting out their duplex right next door. They shares a common wall in the duplex. The bathroom, I mean, the bedroom is shared wall, and the living room has a shared wall. So the lady's 60 years old. She listens to classical music, and she reads all the time. And the lady in the house, she laughs loud. She don't like her laugh. Now, her husband used to love her laugh because she laughed like her daddy. She from South Georgia. And so now she don't like the way she laughs. She complained about that. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. I can't, I can't breathe over here. <laughs> Somebody stop me. <laughs> okay. See, she don't want to hear that coming from you, lady. You laugh like your daddy because y'all from South Georgia. She don't like the way the house smells when you frying bacon, fish, or burgers. She complained. She don't want to hear this noise from the bedroom. Now your husband is covering your mouth doing sex. So now what I have to do is offer you a suggestion for how you fix this here. First of all, like I said before we left, you got to change people you rent to. You have to fit. You have to uh, rent your duplex to a fat person. See, you got big people come with certain qualities that's wonderful. Like the next time you find fish, bacon, and burgers, what fat person you know gonna complain? Mm-mm, no. Now you're gonna have to make an extra plate for them, but at least there won't be no complaining. Then you need a fat person for when you do go upstairs to your bedroom and y'all having all that loud sex. You ain't got to worry about him because he ain't going to make that trip up them steps. His big ass going to sleep on that couch most nights because fat people don't like steps. So, you know, like take me, for example, my big fat wheezing ass when I go up steps. You know, I remember that like that. So I have to do that. (laughs) (laughs) So I have experience with being fat. Person. So, you know, you, you, you want to do that. So how you, you got to rent your place out to a fat person. See, that way you don't have this trouble. Now, let's get down to your real problem. 
Your husband used to like talking trash when y'all was having sex. Now, he don't want to do that no more because she done heard that too. Oh, and one other thing. You, since she only like listening to classical music and reading, you suggested that she uh start listening to rap. That's not going to happen. People don't go from classical to rap. And she's 60. But she's an old ass 60 though. See, I'm 66. I'll be in there, but I'll be, girl, you sure can't cook. If I was your neighbor, see, I'd be saying stuff like that. <laughs> you know, I'd be over there being more encouraging. Now, here's what your problem is. When y'all in the bedroom, you're saying that your husband covers your mouth during sex. You making statements. You can't say stuff like that. What in the world? You can't say that, lady. He won't cover your mouth because you make it sound like it's abuse right here. You know, uh, you know, you can't holler out stuff like treat me like a trick. You can't say that. What? Because it's just too much information. And neither can you. you. Lady. Uh, you crazy But she right can't now. say I'm telling you. That's why he covering her mouth. It's because of what she's saying. She's saying like you. It's because Thank it, then spank it. You can't say that. Because Thank it, then spank it. You know, you, that right there. That he trying to cover your mouth, you know, you can't do that because oh it's God. too much that's going out, and that's right to you know continue. Where the monkeys at? See right there, she didn't have to know nothing about these monkeys. You in here hollering out bad stuff right there. Cut the camera off. That see, she didn't need to know that. <laughs> you can't say stuff like, "Oops, I slipped." You know. You can't, you know. Damn, you out of baby all again? You know, all this here stuff right here. You're saying stuff that that she don't need to hear about. And now this is his aunt. So now his aunt is asking a question. Uh 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 Rolando, you, you ran out of baby all last night? Rolando. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or oh you, that's right. He's forty four, he probably got a Spanish name. Suave? <laughs> yeah, know, that's what black blacks did go through this period where we was giving our kids Latin names. You know, we just <laughs> lost our mind. That Don Shelley Juan and all this here. You know, just, <laughs> what's, what's his name? Juan? Don Shelley Juan. You know. <laughs> so I think that's what's happening, baby. You gonna have to tone down some of the stuff you saying. You know, you know. Not the fact that she's loud, but what she's saying. Yeah, it's just what you're saying. And then when you put volume on it, it just makes it worse. Any subject. Cars. Run over me! <laughs> See right there? You can't. Dominoes. 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 Big six, baby! <laughs> Big six! <laughs> you better smack that 15 on that! Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on the free iHeartRadio app. Free never sounded so good. You can download it today. Now, coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, it is Junior, or Steve calls him HBCU, with today's sports talk right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for Junior and Sports Talk. What you got, Junior? All right, Shirley. Well, we got to say a big thank you from the city of Houston to Dusty. You know, Dusty is retired. Dusty the Brown. manager. For, come on, man. 
Dusty Baker's retiring. So, really? man, we want to thank you, man. Thank you from the city of Houston, man. As a Houstonian, we want to say thank you for the World Series that you brought us, man. Your service. Mm. You know. Well, yeah, what ain't I say what he said yesterday. Yeah, you kind of What would I say yesterday? Mm-hmm. Remember when you tried to get rid of Dusty yesterday? Wait, I thought when? I forgot that. Hey, you when? Was it on, you was yeah. blaming hey, it on Dusty. When you was talking about Dusty got to go. You I was just that? talking about the Astros not making it to the World Series. Mm, okay. But but now he this officially year. retired. Yeah, this year. But he officially retired. And you know, as a Houstonian, we have to thank him, man, because he he brought so much to the city. We was doing it like do it for Dusty. We was doing all of that, man. Yeah. And now he retired. So you know, I appreciate it. And I don't remember what you said. I said about Dusty. You must have heard it wrong. <laughs> what? Oh, so now you lying? And you got oh. a face that look for real. Look at you. I was who was you talking to? Y'all said I said something about Dusty yesterday. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. What? You don't think I know a lie when I hear one? <laughs> I am shocked at you, huh? I'm shocked at you. If think I, I don't did know lie, a lie when I if hear I did one. lie, if you did lie, okay, you lying well, now. For twelve years, I sat by a lie. Now, how do you think I learned it? <laughs> you sat by what? A liar, oh, uh, you say? Uh, uh, uh-huh. You know you, you lie. Yeah, but dog, but but see, I'm uh, see you. Hmm. I'm an admitted hmm. liar. What? What? Because you lying about lying. Yeah. But I can't you in denial. You need no. to go to therapy. No, I can't admit. <laughs> I can't admit to the lie this break. Not no, no, no. We... no, 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 no. You must admit to the lie on every break. That's a, that's the key to lying, Junior. You something you can't admit to the lie on this break. Well, when you gonna do it? Next break. When she ain't. Or you don't. Ooh. I'm not. We just saying not good at this at all. Uh, we just saying thank you to Dusty for his service, and we really mean that from the city of Houston. City of Houston had a black manager at the baseball team. We had a black yep. head coach in football, and we had yep. a black head coach in basketball. Never thought you'd see that in that city, and we and glad to have man. Dusty. Yeah, and black men, and we glad to have that from Dusty, man. So there it is. But I did not say anything against Dusty. That's what I will not admit to. I did not do that. Yeah. That's true. And Joel Osteen right, is black Jesus. too. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just, just lying for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, that? go ahead, Sean. That's how you lie, Junior. Yeah. Lie for no damn reason at all. Thank you, Junior. Coming up at the top of the hour, a guy on social media, Steve, needs some advice on paying for his daughter's college education. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do find this missing girlfriend and tell her story with the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one like my producer Anna oh my god my friend Dr. Mindy Shapiro hi it's Dr. Shapiro and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner and of course Gail's sister Elaine Katz having no closure it kills you join us as we try to solve a 35 year old cold case it's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. 
Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, Steve. Victor on Steve Harvey FM writes, I have an idea that can help put our daughter through college and teach her some financial responsibility. My wife and I have taken care of her first two years of school and have been talking about what to do about the second half. I say we take out a home equity line of credit and offer to pay it as a loan to her at no interest under the condition that our kid signs a contract committing to pay us back $250 a month until it's paid off. Yeah, we'll lose money on the line of credit interest, but this is about the kid. If she misses a payment, she then has to pay us back the $250 each month, plus the interest throughout the loan. My wife thinks this is a cruel idea, and she wants to just pay for it all. Is there a middle ground here? That's what... Well, I don't think it is, man. Victor wants really to know. I don't think it is. Here's the deal, Victor. Mm-hmm. I think, man, that if you have your daughter sign this agreement... She not going to pay it. She going to miss a payment. And then what you going to do? She going to come in there and go, Daddy, I can't make all these payments in these bills. And then your wife going to come back to you again. You done paid for the two, man. Just go on, pay them two, then cut her ass off. This is the life we got. All of us on this show face with that same thing. Bro, just go on, pay it, man. I know you're trying to teach a lesson and everything. But the problem we have is when after we become successful... Our whole goal was to give our children a better shot at life than we had. That was our whole goal. And in doing that, we created a generation of enablers. Mm -hmm. We've created a generation of, they just, they don't have the same grit we got because we gave it to them. And this last two years, you're not finna teach her nothing. I know, bro, you're trying to reel it in and teach us some responsibility, but just going to have to let life have her after this. Go on and pay for these two. You're going to take a mortgage out on your house. You can't run the risk of this girl missing a payment, messing up your credit. You crazy. Let, let me ask you this, Steve. I don't want to do that. If this were a son, would you give the same advice? That's well, different. Oh. Yeah. It's, it's a little different. Like for the boys than the girls. It's a little different. Oh, okay. I paid for my son's education. Mm-hmm. The whole time they was there. And then and for graduation, everybody's gift was a car. And then see you. <laughs> get your ass out here and get to making it, man. Good luck. Yeah. Now, let me tell you what happens. They get in the jam, they come back home. And all mm-hmm. everybody on this show didn't experience that. Yeah. Shirley, Tommy, mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Carly, <laughs> That's what I did. <laughs> And and, and, and Tasha going to go straight to her daddy. <laughs> yes. And she going to win. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
He's such a good and, dad. And, you know, yes. brother, the brother wrote the letter. It don't make you a bad father. I understand Victor. what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. But, bro, it's a little bit late in the game. Nice idea. But your wife ain't on board with it. Mm-hmm. And there lies the problem. Okay. See, right. there lies Every the month will be grueling on you, buddy. Oh, bro. Every and month. her. And the daughter. Yeah, and if yeah. you take that girl's money, good mm-hmm. Lord Almighty. It ain't worth it, man. Go on, finish out these last two years. All right. All right, Steve. Because all of us is faced with that. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. I think we have time for one more. This is from Emily on Facebook. She says, ever since I moved into my old Victorian home, weird things have been happening. Lights flicker, doors close on their own, and sometimes I hear strange noises. It's not menacing at all. If anything, the ghost is nice. Once I found a misplaced earring on my dresser, and another time I came into my bedroom to find the radio on one of my favorite songs. None of this bothers me, but I told my friends about my friendly ghost, and they've been teasing me relentlessly. Should I keep my belief that I have a ghostly roommate to myself? or just try not to care what other people think. First of all, I don't know what shade of black you are. But obviously, <laughs> obviously, a friendly ghost. Yeah, I don't know what shade you are, but it ain't the ones I know. And that's what you get for buying that old-ass Victorian home, damn plantation-ass house. I hope it do haunt your ass. I'll sell everything in there. I'm going to hell of them buy a damn house, have slaves in it for. Buy no damn Victorian house, ragged-ass old house, them big white pillars out in the front with them white spindle banisters. All right. <laughs> we'll have more of the Steve that. Harvey Morning Show coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The countdown is on for Halloween weekend. According to Google search, this year's most popular costumes uh, searches are Barbie, Spider-Man, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Other trendy costumes include Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, Beyonce, Jada Pinkett Smith, and Tupac. And the one and only... (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jada and Tupac, yeah. And, and then there's one more. There's one more. We can't forget this one. The one and only Steve Harvey. Get That's your must. You're a Halloween costume, Steve. Go yeah. ahead, boy. Every damn year. Mm-hmm. Some of it be funny, though, man. Them little white kids. Dressed up as you. Yeah, All right, the babies so, with the suits yeah. on. So mm-hmm. cute. So cute. Mm-hmm. And, and Carla, you dress up every every Halloween. So what's your I costume? Do. Uh-huh. I don't know. I ordered, I think I'm going to do a character from Star Trek. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Star Trek. Yeah. You know, one year you dressed up as a cougar. Lieutenant Uhura. Uh, yeah. No, I didn't. You dressed up as a cougar. What you trying to say? Because I'm older than uh-huh. my husband. That's I'm what a she, cougar. That's what, that's what you're trying to say. Wow. I didn't even know that. Yes, I am. <laughs> hey, Carl, I, I swear to God, I ain't even know that. I don't know where that came from. Yeah. Oh, TMI. I, was, I told on myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Carl, I'm sitting there going, what? <laughs> Happy upcoming Halloween. Coming up in 33 minutes after the hour, we'll play, a, we'll play a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for another round of Would You Rather. Would you rather be able to change one thing in your past, or would you rather have a, a real get-out-of-jail-free card? Change one thing in your past, or a get-out-of-jail-free card? Get out of, you mean actually get out of jail? 
Mm-hmm. Or change one thing in your past. Hilla, in my past, if I'd have had that card, I'd have stopped a whole lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 100 net- yeah. <laughs> I'd right. probably take the get out of jail free card because okay. then I could commit one nice crime. <laughs> I'll tell you right, I'm going to tell you right now. Uh-huh. I'm going to have to use that card for assault and battery. Oh, Ooh, I thought you were going to say I'd bank so robbery. Happy. Oh, no, bank robbery. No, hell uh-huh. no. Hell no. Okay. I'm not robbing no bank. Assault and battery. Who? Who asked you for the whoop, dog? Yeah. Oh, no, don't worry about that. I guess. <laughs> Okay. I'm a oh, change. All right, this moving still, on. This is still a possibility. All right, <laughs> on the commercial really break, would you rather? <laughs> okay, yeah, on the all commercial right. break, y'all ass. Uh-huh. All right, would you rather be a ghost like Casper the Friendly Ghost, or would you rather be a sorcerer like Harry Potter? Ooh, no, what? friendly or evil? I guess. I'm just going to be I ain't never seen no damn Harry Potter movie. Yeah. I don't even know what he's going to be a ghost, Junior. Yeah. <laughs> you, you never, uh, I ain't never seen it either, um, but I can't use that wand like that. I don't want no wand. That little piece of wood they be waving around, I don't want that. Uh, <laughs> I'd rather yeah. be a ghost. I'm going I'm to I'm I'm get on y'all nerves every damn day. All day. Coming through, well, Let me ask you something, though. Do Ooh. Harry Potter can, like, do the dude with the wand, can he do, like, magic trick or make stuff for people? Yeah, they can do all kinds of stuff. Oh, uh-huh. uh, hell yeah. Give me that. Uh, give me that give wand. That I'm going to make it. Yeah. I'm going to put some jewelry on it, make it look like a pimp cane. Yeah. <laughs> it's that big. You're bling it out. <laughs> Dog, I'm going to be up standing over there looking like the Ivy, bro. I'm <laughs> Mr. Big. Would you rather... Would you rather your spouse be an endless talker or be a one-word responder? Let me just say this. <laughs> Those Here we with go. Don't even matter. Yeah. Uh, Careful. They are always both. So, <laughs> Depending. When they endless right. talking, you're safe. If they yeah. give you them one-answer responses, uh-huh. yeah. it's in trouble. Man. Yes. So, yeah. Yep. Uh-uh. Uh, I got both. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> All right. Last one. Would you guys rather have a naked picture of you become an internet meme or be caught on camera naked during our morning show Zoom session? <laughs> no, thank you. I don't want to be. I'm going to take the second one. I don't want the, the whole ocean. Oh, you still on the morning show. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to come on. The hell with y'all. Zoom. On here? Naked? Hell yeah. yeah. Uh-uh. We at work. Just let me know what morning we doing it so I can get yeah. past it. Don't, don't do that cold play. Yeah. Hey, Steve, tomorrow we doing naked. All right. Yeah. Tomorrow. I'm going to be sitting up in here so shiny. That's today's round of Would You Rather, guys. Hey, how much oil you got on? Coming up in 49 minutes after the hour. Sit up in your chair. I keep slipping down. We'll close out the show with Steve right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. 
and of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, guys, here we are, last break of the day. It's been a good day, good Thursday, heading into the weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey, I got some closing remarks today. You know, I want to uh, be encouraging to people and remind people about something. Uh, I know a lot of people who listen to this show are of age, you know, fully grown people. We got a lot of fully grown. We got a lot of young people listening to the show, surprisingly, I found out. But, man, whoever you are, and I'm especially talking to full-grown people who might have let a dream or two go, who may have uh, decided, well, maybe it ain't the Lord's will. Please stop doing that to yourself. How do you know what the Lord's will is? You know, just because something goes wrong in your life, that, that doesn't mean it's final. Every time you hit a stumbling block, it doesn't symbolize or signify the end. It's a stumbling block. Those are called challenges. You are going to have them all of the time. But if your justification every time you hit a stumbling block or a challenge is, I guess it's the Lord's will. Well, could it be his will that this challenge or this stumbling block is placed there to teach you a valuable lesson, which is usually a case of what I find. Even when I'm asking God for something that's taken a lot longer than I need it to happen. I'm going to tell you something, man. God's timing and my timing, God's timing and your timing very, very rarely sync up. I have yet to receive something too quick. (laughs) I ain't never had that. Boy, that happened. Woo, that was way too quick. I wouldn't. No, I've never had that. Now, what has happened to me, I've waited for something a long time. I've planned on something for a long time that it took so long that I almost forgot about it. And then it showed up and it showed up in a way that it was better than the way I had expected it. I found that to happen to me many times. But what I'm saying to you is, man, you can't just give up on everything. You got to fight. There are relationships that you're in that you have to fight for. I was talking to a young person the other day and they were in the process of breaking up and I went, wow, what you doing that for? Well, we can't seem to see eye to eye. Dog, you know how many times you ain't finna see eye to eye with your wife? You know how many times you're not finna see eye to eye with your husband? You don't see eye to eye. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Hey man, sometimes you have to fight. There are relationships that's worth fighting for. Then there's some relationships, you're the only one fighting for it. Well, now, that's another thing now. But you can't give up on everything, man. Don't be so quick to write it off. Quit talking about, well, I guess it's the Lord's will because you don't know. You don't know. 
Your job is to keep the faith. That's your job, man. Keep the faith. Faith is the consistent thing that's required of us all to believe in things that you cannot see, to have faith in God, to believe that God is working on your behalf, that God is behind the scenes operating in a way and a fashion that you know nothing about. So you can't keep giving up. His ways are different from our ways. The way he goes about stuff may be totally contrary to the way you would. And thank God for that. Cause your way ain't hard. And your way compared to his way will never ever be the best way. Y'all stop giving up so quickly. Stop writing it off. This is your future. These are your dreams. Why would you give up on a dream? Why would you stop believing in a dream that's been in your heart for so long? Cause you done ran into some stumbling blocks. Come on, man. These stumbling blocks and challenges are lessons. That's what they are. God is trying to show you something. And he shows it to you in the form. I'll tell you something happened to me recently. A lot of what's been happening, I've discovered something. I discovered some people that I needed to get out of my life. Because there's some people I thought I was just okay with. I ain't really okay with at all at all but it took some hardship to happen to me for me to see how they were see god don't put more on you than you can bear no matter how tough it's going for you it's going that way because you can handle it it's going this way for you because you've been this route route before and you survived now it may be at a different level this time but you should be at the next level all my problems are bigger problems than they used to be I have much bigger problems now, even though I have less to worry about the simple things, the things I have to not worry about now are very, very complicated, but I still have to worry. But the one thing I refuse to do, and I'm asking all of you to consider this, don't ever give up. Don't ever, ever give up. I don't care what they say. I don't care how it look. I don't care how you feeling today. Don't you dare. Don't you ever give up. Don't you let the devil fool you into thinking that God ain't got you in mind. Don't you let the devil fool you into thinking that God ain't watching you. Don't let the devil make you think he ain't working on your behalf because he is, man. All things work for the good for those who love the Lord. Man, hang on, y'all. Hang on. Don't ever give up. You have no idea when God going to flip the switch and it just light up for you. It didn't happen to me over and over again. So I'm hanging on. I'm asking you to hang on too. Hey, enjoy your uh, day today. Uh, have a great day. Talk to God. He'd absolutely love to hear from you. Don't matter if you ain't talked to him in a while. He cool. He's a forgiving God. He ain't like the people stay close. Steve Harvey contest, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com.
products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit mfm.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.